Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we're little boys lost in a game of men. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's Chronological Simpsons Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is wow, here today? Bob Mackey! Oh my god, how many Millhouses oh, are double here? Double time. I'm surrounded by Millhouses. I just hit it once. I'm so I, I sorry. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm on the sound effects this week. I'm sorry. It's going to uh, be fine, Hank. Hey, it's um, Henry, Lock of the Week, Gilbert, and Christopher... Jesus, uh, Superb Owl Antista. Superb Owl, I like that pun. Yeah. I like the pun. And today's <laughs> like episode is Lisa the Greek, which aired on January 23rd, 1992. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? <gasps> oh my god! Oh, glory be to Jeebus, Bobby. Uh, AT&T sets up a 1-900 number for the Pope. Uh, the Redskins what? defeat the Buffalo Bills and the Superb Owl. And in a 60 Minutes interview, Governor Bill Clinton states that allegations of his sexual infidelity are not relevant to his presidential campaign. So was AT&T trying to set up like a high-tech form of indulgences? Like, I've sinned. Uh, if you want to pay this off, it's 99 cents a minute. You yes. know? Oh, wow. I'm surprised they plugged into that, Thank though. Thank you they, uh, for calling your blessing of... Hot. Murder. Well, it's funny to think all these years later we're still talking about Clinton and saying what isn't involved in a campaign. Or I, not. Yeah. I forget that he had that reputation before he definitely did something. I mean, that's what made Jennifer Flowers famous in 1992, man. Don't like, even remember that name anymore. I'm losing it. I uh, literally yeah. only remember her because she was at WrestleMania 14, got interviewed by The Rock. It was, uh, <laughs> eh, it was a dark time. But that, that was is... the best celebrity they could get at that WrestleMania. Wow. Yep. Wow, that now, is amazing. Mike Tyson was there. That wasn't the best. Okay. He was the best. Celebrity. Did he wrestle? Or was he just no, like, he was fresh off of uh, biting Evander Holyfield's uh, ear and not being allowed to box or do anything. I'm surprised so, he wasn't in like the WCW or something like that. Nah, WWF paid big money. It, uh, look, this is in the wrestling podcast. <laughs> Man, this I'm sorry about, I got you off on the wrong track. But this is a jocular episode. It, yeah, today's episode is about football, and it's funny how much I love this episode when I give not a shit about sports in any yeah. way. It's cool if you like them. I never watched them growing up. I would much better watch cartoons or play video games, but mm-hmm. this episode is all about sports and gambling, too. I mean, yeah. if you listen to the comments, Commentaries, you know this episode is about the writer's gambling problem because they all had a football pool in their office. It's real and specific. It, and it consumes yeah. so much of their lives betting on football. Sports bet specifically. They yeah. all have, but but football and they talk about how like even these writers who have left the show mm-hmm. years ago, they still are part of the pool every year of That's gambling on it. Somehow legal and they're yeah. okay to talk about it. And that I my favorite bit. By the way, on... the show's brought to you by FanDuel. Oh. I'm just kidding. No, uh, no that's not. Are happening. they still are they still are they like in Jamaica now? Uh, not on this show, but they just haven't offered us. <laughs> yeah. Yet, so. Okay. On on the commentary, I really associated with Mike Reese on there because yeah. he was just like, mm. "You guys and your thing." I never played it. I didn't care. You yeah. all thought it was great. <laughs> you all thought you made a good plan. You'd have done the same with just random numbers. You didn't. You didn't figure anything out. I, I was surprised there. Like my stepdad was part of one of these. And I remember him mm-hmm. taking him all these Xerox papers with all these like check boxes and numbers and squares. And like one year, I'm like, "Where's the betting stuff?" He's like, "Oh yeah, the guy got arrested." He's, We're not 
like, we're not doing wow. that anymore. Wow. And it's like, I, you can, what? what? That's okay. I guess it's really illegal. Well, so, you know, I talk about this all the time about how it relates to my childhood, <laughs> but sure. my dad loves gambling. That's mm-hmm. the only reason he watches anything. He doesn't watch, he doesn't watch football because he likes the game of football. Mm-hmm. As Homer it's, says, gambling makes a good thing even better. Yeah. Well, but for him, it's like he would never watch a horse's racing unless you could gamble on it. He would never care oh, about boy. things <laughs> other than for the point of making money off of it or betting or risking money on it. It's not, it's not about getting I, rich. It's I about don't know thrill. what the formula is for sports being interesting other than gambling and having me having a personal stake in it. Well, and that's something early on that, um, you know, I guess Mo can take bets on whatever he wants, yeah. but you don't really get much in sports betting of just saying this team will be that team because sometimes that's really obvious. You have to say they'll beat him by these many points. Yeah, I didn't. That was lost on me. Like what the spread is, the, and the meaningless field goal they mentioned. That's <laughs> the that is George Meyer talks about yeah. it on the commentary of just like yeah, that's the most beautiful thing when somebody kicks a field goal for no good reason, but it makes <laughs> the point. It gets it within like within six points is mm. what you needed that it can't be a total blowout yeah, or you would have bet on that yeah i think that's why they the writers really identified with lisa in this too mm. because she is a nerd learning about sports but through being a nerdo and like, she, she appreciates and learns more about football than homer ever would in his life yes, mm-hmm. i know then that's what makes her better homer just watches tv uh, and finds out i so this I is have a where, friend like engineering genius and we took him to tahoe and just within like two hours he's like i know how to play blackjack <laughs> and just taught us all the tricks or, or, or craps so this <laughs> is also where a behind the scenes thing this was there they would later do another super bowl episode that was a that's why I thought this was intriguing because we'll t- I guess we'll get to that eventually that this was mirroring what was happening so right th- then. Yeah, so this was just scheduled around their Super Bowl mm-hmm. and they aired it and Lisa picks one team to win to prove dad loves them and she loves her father. The winner won. She picks the winner mm-hmm. in this one and I remember watching it each yeah. year. They were dubbed in new teams for the two teams every year Did for they three really? years yeah. in a row and in each one <laughs> Lisa lost. guessed the right one. Wow. She guessed the right one. The funny and thing is in this episode about football we don't see a second of football being played. Yeah. Everything is shots of people watching and reacting to football and there That's are parodies true. of the things that happen within a football game <laughs> but the, the team Somebody saying oh doctor? Yes exactly. It's, <laughs> it's Harry Shearer doing Keith Jackson. But yeah they, they talk about it on the commentary about how Al Jean bet against Lisa and all those things they lost. He's like, why did I listen to Lisa? She gets it <laughs> so right. It wasn't time. a thing of like them waiting to like the wire doing two different teams and dubbing the right one in. I mean, you can dub them in as soon as the it was last just knowing weeks. that the Bills were going to lose. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, let me tell you guys, watch the ESPN 30 for 30, the four falls of Buffalo, because it is about their four, their yeah. record for Super Bowl losses. Does that coincide with this? This was one of their first. Yeah, and, okay. they would, and it's all about how uh, the... It's about how they were one of the greatest teams of their generation, mm-hmm. but they lost. Like they, yeah, they got to the Super Bowl and lost the Super Bowl four to, times to the point where it times. became obvious. Like everyone's like, "Ah, yeah. oh, the Bills, Jesus!" Yeah. Like as if there's some shitty team. Yeah. Well, and the mm-hmm. Bills fans, like um, the the late host of uh, the Meet the Press, uh, the Sunday morning chat show. He oh, I forget his name. Sorry. Uh, he was a he, sorry. I was looking at Bob for, it, but but he was a. 
He was a huge Chris Bills Matthews. fan. No, That's what I, I was going to say too. <laughs> he's de- he's Tim dead Russell. now. Tim Russell. That's hey, right. Yeah. He died without seeing him win, and he like constantly like they have these clips of him saying like God is just, and He will let me see them win. They will. They will win. Aww. And it's a great point about how like the Turns team out God didn't exist, and it didn't matter. <laughs> that that the fans were like That's hate- Nietzsche's quote on football. <laughs> the fans were hating on them. Were hating on the Bills for breaking their hearts so many times. But the they've now seen in the years since then where the Bills haven't even gotten into the playoffs some years that you know it was kind of nice having the second best team every year instead of a team that didn't win that never even gets the the big game but anyway yeah so if you want to learn about this era of football the four falls of Buffalo is a great doc I believe it's on Netflix that's where I watched it but I guess let's it's from the beginning. One I last think, so. thing I noticed. I'm sorry, this is such a long preamble, but the one time the team names actually appear on the screen, they're superimposed. They're not part of the animation. Uh, so that's one more modular part of this episode they can change. I, to I really it. thought that's how they were operating. Yeah, because I, I remember, I do remember watching it with my dad and like, are they going to get this right? <laughs> yeah, but so uh, that opening thing, yes. the opening fake polygons. I love that. Like mm-hmm. the drawings of. The spike. I think I missed that when I recorded it off TV, so I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I found out this is a one of the so lost to time parodies on this show. It's actually a parody of the opening of uh, the NFL Today, a CBS morning show, wow. uh, and their parody is called Inside Football Today. And uh, Smooth Jimmy Apollo <laughs> is a parody of Jimmy the Greek, yeah. which this episode is named after. Yes. And he was a, an old timey sports commentator, uh, gambling man, and uh, was eventually fired for saying not so nice things about black athletes. You know, I I I, I, th- I, was, yes. I could jump all over. Him. Henry for like the sports documentary stuff, but I I disappeared. And those ESPN documentaries are great. I love condensed drama of sports. I hate watching a game. I can't stand <laughs> the it. narrative of sports is the most interesting and, part. Yeah, yeah. and there's there's villains, there's heroes. It's awesome. Uh, I, I cannot stand watching any kind of sport. But uh, I, this fed into I would just it, and Netflix automatically loaded it, a documentary on Jimmy the Greek. Oh right, uh, and he was just this long standing figure. And the documentary is crazy because it's all about his history as this this television personality, and they clearly can't afford any of the footage. Yeah. So lots of his commercials, because he was all over commercials as well. Yeah. Uh, and he picked locks of the week, and he just said some fairly unfo- very unfortunate things. I've, I always wanted to play a clip of the um, of what he said, <laughs> yeah. but it's it, it's offensive, but it's not untrue. It's not it's, a, it's not a slur. It, it, well, he like, he wasn't saying something out of anger or mean. He, no, he, it was like an old grandpa point of view, a little bit. Yeah, and, and yeah. like, and I don't know how I don't know how factually based it is. It, just just saying why black athletes are better than it's white one of athletes. those things where it's like the person thinks it's a flattering stereotype, but you yeah. should also not sum up all of one, per, yes, one group yeah, with a single descriptor. Go. Like, yeah. uh, not though, if you're a public a, tel- a public person on television, yeah, though, <laughs> or a person I, on public television. Phil Hartman's <laughs> underrated as Smooth Jimmy Apollo. Yes. That's why I like this episode. I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Ooh, that's a big luck, all right. And I just don't trust that guy. <laughs> in the Cincinnati-Miami game, I declare Cincinnati to be my shoe-in of the week. Hmm, they both make a good case. <laughs> <laughs> and Homer uh, picks it based on That's how I would have done it as a kid. I, I just remember in early, early in Simpsons Nerd and before the internet, it was an official Simpsons book, and they listed Phil Hartman's voices, and I'm like, you forgot Smooth Jimmy Apollo, mm. and Chris didn't! I'm better than the book! <laughs> so they, they have Homer's, uh, Homer's bookie in there as well? Dude, that, well, we're, they don't have half of them, because wow, the okay. next episode, he's just on the radio. Well, no, and, it's his broker, not his oh, bookie. Oh, his broker, right. Yeah, his bookie is Mo. That's which, right, yeah. I think this is like the start of Mo does every sleazy thing yeah. in the Everything that's sub-fat Tony Mafia level. Yeah, there are various organizations operating out of Mo's Tavern. <laughs> and I noticed that Homer bet on the Denver Broncos, which he would end up owning... Oh. 
eventually get yes. into by Hank Scorpio. <laughs> that shows you just how ridiculous the series how even gets. How long and, it's been on. Uh, oh, but I did like the setup of the relationship with Lisa and Homer here. All right, Denver. Justify my love. At the end of 13 seconds of play, it's New England 7, Denver nothing. Don't! Uh. <laughs> Look, Dad, I made a modest studio apartment for my Malibu Stacy doll. This is a kitchen. This is where she prints her weekly feminist newsletter. Dad, you're not listening to me! Lousy, stupid Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Now I live. I've lived in a modest studio apartment for a while, so I never thought that when I was watching the show that I would live in such a modest studio apartment. Is, is this the debut of Malibu Stacy? I think it oh, is. You know, I think you're because right because she's all over the next few episodes, yeah. and I feel like they yeah. just stumbled up. I mean, it's not a, it's not the most clever parody. It's a parody of Malibu Barbie, uh, but it's like it's just the Simpsons version of Barbie, which would become a great episode yeah. later. And in for the season, yeah, for a series. plot, yeah, it's a season five one for plot purposes. He, she needs a spe- a certain thing for Homer to buy her accessories right, for. Right. So they have to get specific about it. And I really like Marge, Marge's advice for hanging out with Homer, but it, it does leave me with a question I don't want the uh. answer to. Well, if you want to get closer to him, then maybe you should bridge the gap. I do it all the time. I pretend I'm interested in looking at power tools, going to those silly car chase movies, and... Some things I'll tell you about when you're older. Do you understand? <laughs> I think so. Butt! What? So, oh, fingers and butt. I know yeah, that's I what you're talking about. I was going to say butt stuff. I guess butt stuff. Though, I feel like in the more innocent early 90s, she could have just meant blowjobs. Yeah. Because we... Uh, <laughs> How far if, we've come. If you listen, <laughs> what a kink. <laughs> if you listen to our classic podcast of the uh, filthy Christmas songs, yeah. 90% of them were like, let's talk about the most yep. dirtiest <laughs> How ribald it is. possible. Uh, nothing's more hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Then, then Turns out, whoops, right? half the world sucks dick. Relax. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> is the just the beginning of America. <laughs> And I think we have Bill Clinton to thank. We're learning a lot about the Simpsons kinks because in the Swearger episode, we learned that Marge likes dirty talk in bed. Yeah, I let's say that. Okay, but this this Pete Rose parody is one of my all time favorite moments in Simpsons. I didn't realize this. Me neither. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah. Mm. Well, you need to know the winners, and I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! (laughs) Five dollars for the first minute. Two dollars for each additional minute. You have reached (laughs) the coaches. Hot line. Line. <laughs> yeah, play it on me, Coach. In the game it. of my M A versus Sin Cincinnati. Sin Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? We must consider many things. The wind <laughs> not the wind is blowing out of the west. Oh. At five miles per hour. Not. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love that. that. Uh, I love that. Would a modern episode sit with that joke for an entire minute just to let uh, that joke breathe? Uh, and seems a little more Family Guy now that I think about it. Uh, really? It, well, it, they'll let a joke breathe for as long as they have. But I think to. the joke there is that there wouldn't be anything funny happening. Well, it's, it's that fa- I only attribute it to Family Guy where the jokes are they still doing this? Mm. This isn't funny anymore. Oh, it's come around and it's funny again. And then yeah, they keep going. I, I call that a Pete Rose parody because that was a, even though it's a football episode, mm-hmm. the guy who's telling you to gamble is a, in a baseball uniform in the locker rooms. And this was right around when Pete Rose had been thrown mm-hmm. out of baseball for gambling on games. And Did he bet against his own team or something? That was that was the thing that put it over the okay. line for him. But you can't bet on games either way. But right. you can't bet betting on your own team. I'm betting against laser time. <laughs> <laughs> but, By the odds. And so this was just a parody of like, um, assuming he never did 
did it. He always distanced himself from that. But this is it imagines a world where Pete Rose was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just bet on I'll be the gambling guy. I'll be <laughs> I'll sell myself on that. But he was never allowed in the Hall of Fame because of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I he thought so. Might never be. <laughs> I uh, hope they like listen to the sports fans squirming as they listen. Like <laughs> Bob wasn't sure of that. Nah, but so <laughs> the I, I also did like the quick. It's not even a B story. It's more just like a side thing of Bart going clothes shopping with Marge and it definitely I was nine at the time and that was exactly my feeling on clothes shopping like this is the worst I don't want to try on anything please I don't take me here I still feel like that yeah, like, there's I, a shirt I, there's some pants get out I no, do not try on clothes yeah. I come home put them on well that didn't fit it's going back to the uh-huh. store yeah. Yeah, the idea of trying something on is like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> this cannot happen. I will not go into a dressing room unless it's for illicit sex. And, mm-hmm. I, and I love this line from Marge. Ooh, and this one's 50% off. You know why these clothes are on sale, Mom? Because the people who wear them get beaten up. Well, anyone who beats you up for wearing a shirt isn't your friend. <laughs> yeah, I felt that it's way a with cute my... Marge joke. Yeah, I felt that way with my parents, though. Like, you know, they're not my friends. That's why they're beating me up. That's <laughs> Thank God women are me. getting bullied now in school, so they know Finally. exactly what that means. <laughs> Finally, they can get bullied. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so yeah, then... I guess Lisa Lisa helps Homer gamble, and that's when, uh, without realizing it, and that's when Homer explains why gambling is so great. Uh, you see, Lisa, Daddy's friend Mo promised to give him $50 if the Dolphins won the game. You mean you made a bet? Well, I wouldn't call it a bet. It's a little thing Daddy's do to make football more exciting. What could be more exciting than the savage ballet that is pro football? Well, you know, you like ice cream, don't you? Uh-huh. And don't you like ice cream better when it's covered with hot fudge and mounds of whipped cream and chopped nuts <laughs> and all those crumbled-up cookie things they mash up? Mmm, crumbled-up cookie things. So gambling makes a good thing even better. That's right! <laughs> My God, it's like there's some kind of bond between us. <laughs> this this episode I found a little bit dated in its morality in that gambling is viewed as this like horrible sin but mm-hmm. I feel like in our modern age what is every free to play game if not implicitly yeah. a mini casino in your yeah. pocket and every child plays them you know I, yeah. I feel like the the treatment of gambling in this episode is a, feels a little dated in and, terms of its morality. I mean, it was also moving to California and that like there's gambling on all sides of me. Yeah, like mm-hmm. where I, we are in San Francisco. I mean, there's na- there are indigenous peoples casinos mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, like Tahoe it's everywhere is you turn on the California border. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to Vegas next weekend just uh, just to gamble some more. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, but uh, sorry, I had one other note about the Bart thing I wanted to mention. Now it seems really creepy that they would have cameras in a children's yeah, dressing yeah. room. Like, that seems very wrong now. Yeah, I think that adds a new a new layer of subtext to the joke. But I don't know if they intended that from the beginning. Like, they're watching a little girl get dressed. It's like a level of security that is not necessary yeah. at all. That feels bent panopticon. <laughs> it feel, feels more real now, how people are uh, being stared at all the time by stuff. But, Maybe, uh, but I, I swear to God... I, Show me a, show me footage from inside a woman's dressing room. Mm-hmm. Do nothing for me. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. And, and now cops will shoot you inside of a store. So uh, welcome <laughs> oh, to the future. Jeez. Uh, but Homer is now winning big time thanks to Lisa. Here you go, Homer. $135. I used to hate the smell of your sweaty feet. Now it's the smell of victory. Oh, shut up. 
just, I, li- I like that he just rejects his cleverness. He's like, no, I'm, I, yeah. this isn't funny. I wish he had his cowboy boots on all the time. I really like those cowboy boots. That's it true. We nice... never we never see those again. They're just a great prop for Mo. And then he has two guns in it, like two like <laughs> two Saturday Night Specials in his boot. I don't think we ever really see Mo's feet. I don't know if he's always wearing the boots. I mean, yeah. he's always behind a bar. Yeah, yes. he must have had his shoes off in bed. Like, yeah. oh, when he has the. I don't love the Funzo episode, but mm-hmm. when he is trying to kill himself with no funeral, that's a great joke. Back, his feet are definitely in the shot. There. So he's like not a... Johnny Eck. We've established this. <laughs> <laughs> the joke has Dana Gold written all over it. <laughs> uh, I never got into football, though, even with like I could gamble on it now if I wanted to. No, I think it's, it's just... I'm uh, I, being able to confront how ADHD I am. Mm-hmm. There are too many fucking breaks in football. And the ball was almost thrown. Back to the Budweiser commercial break. Yes. Like, I, how did you plan this? Did you... <laughs> That's one of the reasons I found sports unbearable on yeah. television as a kid. Like, you see no sports, yeah. mostly ads. It's yeah, like, the, yeah. I, I played a lot of soccer, and I like watching soccer. And, like, America hates soccer. I'm like, no. ESPN and advertisers hate <laughs> soccer because you can't interrupt it every four seconds. Yeah. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. It was a shock to me of, like, wait, it's just... 45 minutes straight yeah. you can't because they refuse I I kind of I do love that that they refuse to, to change the rules mm-hmm. to fit around a, a commercials in, like, the, in the sports that dominate American airwaves have made those concessions yes. <laughs> corporations always win that's the point <laughs> no, no, I mean, there's tons of like awful disgusting ads behind the soccer players on the field don't get me wrong oh yeah FIFA's yeah. awful and I'm sure there were tons of like sports jokes in here that I just kind of missed about just like yeah the Denver does this and it, it that would have been a great time to say now a word from our sponsor (laughs) now a word from our sponsor The Simpsons will be right back You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. But my dad, he's the oldest in the family, so he's been taking care of all this stuff. Uh, so he's been taking care of his parents, and once one of them dies, he has the uh, misfortune of going through the fucking old Rolodex of all the old WAPs and giving them a call and telling them that, you know, one of your relatives you haven't spoken to in 30 years is gone. You wouldn't believe this. I called Aunt Mary. Like, I've never met Aunt Mary. It's one of your grandmother's sisters. She has, like, eight. And I called her, and she's like, Oh, Jimmy, you remembered my birthday. I'm like, Oh, no. (laughs) He's like, So I played along for as long as I could. Yeah, but, (laughs) but happy birthday. But seriously, your sister's dead. And we we but we like I feel terrible about that. What do I was I supposed to do? Not tell her? No. Like I tell you what you do because she really was excited you remembered her birthday. You owe her a call next year on her birthday, mm-hmm. and you tell her because I bummed you out last year. If she can make it to her, I next brought your sister back. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Times weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcasts, as well as weekly full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. All right, so this wasn't a first appearance, even though the Wikipedia says it is. This was the first time, not in a Halloween episode, they go to the Gilded Truffle. 
Ah, it okay. is the first time they do it. Okay, outside it'll be referenced it. in the next few episodes. All right. And, but here's the Gilda Truffle and uh, a reference to Lisa's favorite song, which I don't think has ever been referenced again. Uh, would you care to select the wine? I'll do the honors. No, 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 no. My God, what passes for a wine list these days? Marco, just bring us your freshest bottle of wine. Chop, chop. <laughs> Charming lad. Oh, violin guy. <laughs> What's your favorite song, Lisa? The Broken Neck Blues. Play on. <laughs> I do enjoy the Simpsons enjoying each other as yeah. a family. I mean, we should say Homer and now has a lot of money because yeah. of all the gambling he's doing, and he's treating his family to the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it is. I love seeing them laugh together at bad jokes, like Homer do a dad joke, and they're mm-hmm. like, ha ha, you're funny, yeah. dad. Instead enjoy of, Ken Burns' documentary music. <laughs> and instead of rolling their eyes at each other. That's what I like. That it's it's. I like when they have fun together, mm-hmm. and I'm betting, though... You sound like Jim Henson. <laughs> I like it when they have fun. <laughs> when they have fun. But I'm betting, though, Chris, this was your favorite part of the show as a kid. Boy, I know you're going to like your present. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Kiss my butt! Shut up! Go to hell! Go to hell! Dad, I promise you I will never get tired of this. <laughs> Homer swung by Spencer's gifts on the way home. Uh, <laughs> I was never allowed, yeah, to get stuff from Spencer's gifts. And I love it. The, the ones that someone had brought to school, they was like, kiss my ass, kiss, like just slightly dirty words, mm. go to hell. But that was awesome seeing that on The Simpsons. Whenever I would see those at stores, I I would love pressing them at the mm-hmm. store, but yeah. I they're making a point there of like, you would get, you'd spend $8 on that and <laughs> yes. you'd, now, you'd be done in three hours. I only get it now because like my girlfriend has a, a, a family friend who sent just that's what he shops and gets us mm-hmm. he gets this little thing so fart noise maker like dude i can make my own fart noises and it embarrasses <laughs> me yeah i had an uncle that got me a cd of farts mm-hmm. i'm like okay what do i do with this now i'm gonna sit down and listen to 20 minutes of farts come around the fire <laughs> yeah, yeah really nice drink like we all had a nice laugh at this <laughs> gift but uh, now i gotta put it to use after 45 seconds of fart noises i'm i'm done i'm tapping out <laughs> you know that's when the height of everything is great and also that's when he gives her the Meryl Streep's versatility, which I thought was a nice little joke. I like it. Yeah. But then. Marsh smells like Meryl Streep, Homer says. Homer has to, like, say, oh, nothing will go wrong. And then, obviously, everything immediately goes wrong. You know, Dad, we've been watching a lot of TV lately. Maybe the Sunday after the Super Bowl, we could hike up to the top of Mount Springfield. The fires in the tire yards really make for some beautiful sunsets. Well, that sounds great, honey. But next Sunday, I'm going bowling with Barney. What about Daddy Daughter Day? Don't worry. The new football season is only seven months away. So that's. You just wanted me to help you gamble. You never wanted to be with me at all. (laughs) You're a very selfish man. Go to hell. Go to hell. (laughs) Hey, once again, great present, Dad. (laughs) That's a great act break. It's so great. I mean, that is... it. I got a Hank Azera cursing machine. (laughs) But it is... That is such a harsh thing for Marge to say, but (laughs) it's deserved because... He should realize how much that's going to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. That like mm-hmm. that he that she thinks it's Daddy Daughter Day, and he's like, no, no, this is just about gambling. I'm going to hang up with my friends now. Like you're so thirteen you're, weeks a year. Your there's job no, is done. There's no better thing to call him than that. Uh, we did miss one important moment. It is oh. the, the debut of actual Ralph Wiggum oh, when he's yes. telling his story yeah. about having what worms. Man can tame her. Yeah, it's not the suave Ralph Wiggum <laughs> that we saw before. It is like uh, derpy, uh, goofy Ralph Wiggum. Yeah, what's you know? the most I ever throw up was yeah. the story. 
like men now. <laughs> yeah, which hey, they need to key up this one because not too... Oh, wait, no, that season four is the Valentine's Day episode, right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we still got another year before that. But, but this is the first true Ralph. He's no, he's he's mm-hmm. in, he's in he's what he is now. Mm-hmm. And I did like Hoover's reaction to Lisa talking only in sports betting terms of just like the, the fit field goal to cover the spread. It was weird that how that scene ended with her just saying, dear God, like yeah. the, what happened to Lisa after that? <laughs> I know. they. I, I mean, this was right after in Mary, I Married Marge, they ended a joke with dear God. Yeah. Like, I think that's Good just... Lord. <laughs> that's a punctuation they like on a joke oh and I really did love Lisa's vision of her future self <laughs> my third husband bought me this give me some chips for it are you sure man don't tell me what to do sonny I've been gambling since I was 8 and I've been hocking jewelry since I was 12 now give me some chips <laughs> further proof that Yardley Smith cannot sound convincingly old no matter how hard yeah. she tries I know but it was at least nice for her to yeah, get yeah. to Yardley gets to act outside of her range this really like, makes me want to see a bad timeline Simpsons episode with uh, <laughs> gambling hag Lisa and stripper Bart living in like a box More together to love, yeah. that she is gambling at the same like club where Bart's stripping yeah that'd be tell oh. me you saw the Overwatch parody with six gun Bart wonderful no, no, wonderful no. Yes. oh bang bang uh, Bart bang, yeah bang, bang. Okay, that's my, that's my next spec script I'm sending 20th Century uh, Fox. And then I think Homer really crosses the line of like, okay, he could be insensitive to Lisa then and be just stupid Homer who doesn't know. But him trying to trick her into telling him the winner, like that's really bad. Yes, I agree. I'll tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl if you want me to, but it'll just validate my theory that you cared more about winning money than you did about me. Okay. I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! However. However? What however? What do you mean, however? However what? However. I may also be so clouded with rage that subconsciously I want you to lose. In which case, I bet the farm on Buffalo. Lisa, do me a favor. Complete this sentence. Daddy should bet all his money on... I don't know. Oh. If I still love you, Washington. If I don't, Buffalo. Mm. What stakes, man? Yeah, I thought Not if you know Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, well, in '91, it seemed like they they were on their way to a dynasty. But and then Homer leaves Lisa to go watch the game at Moe's Bar. There's yeah. so much cruelty in everything he's, he's doing. Abandons her, but yeah. we're supposed to feel bad for him. Like, oh, her saxophone makes me sad. Yeah. I should go. But that was again that episode aired days before the Super Bowl, and she guessed right now. Yeah, it's a fifty-fifty chance, really, or it's just one team or the other. They don't. I mean, they say a score in this, and the score is not right, but it wasn't what the actual score was. But I think, you know, it's it's impressive that she got it right every so, yeah, year. Yeah, I think this made me watch the Super Bowl. It yeah. was very confusing. Yeah, well, this, uh, this is when the episode really takes off for me, once the Super Bowl starts, because then they can get in every joke they have about what they hate about the yeah. Super Bowl, and it's a television <laughs> viewing experience. The show that goes on all day, that it's constant, like the pre-show is six or seven hours long, mm-hmm. and uh, the, oh, though I also have this clip here that I call the meanest thing you can do to Barney. Yes. Sorry, homie, you can't take any more of my money. I'm out of the bookie business. But Mo, you've been taking bets all... <laughs> hey, Barney, how about a free beer? Wow! Don't worry, Mo. I'm not betting. What? 
Give me that. I love Barney's wow. I also like when he goes, bread, bread, bread. Every reaction to everything in the bar with Barney is great in this one scene. Barney. Barney's revisiting it. Yeah, Barney always has a standout moment for me every time. (laughs) He's even better in in Homer Alone next week. Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. But yeah, so they just, this is when the episode really takes off. I love all the jokes about uh, Super Bowl. In fact, there's a clip in here that we already used on a podcast this year because on 302010, we talked about the 1986 Super Bowl where Mm. the uh, Bears won. And I feel that this is specifically about that because first off, it had the premiere of an unsuccessful sitcom starring Adam West right afterwards. (laughs) And so what do we have on this? Or Phil Hartman. We've got ourselves a special guest, actor Troy McClure, whose new sitcom is premiering tonight, coincidentally enough, right after the game. (laughs) Thanks, Brett. My new show is called Handle with Care. I play Jack Handle, a retired cop who shares an apartment with a retired criminal. We're the original odd couple. (laughs) What made you want to do a situation comedy? Well, I fell in love with the script, Brett. And my recent trouble with the IRS sealed the deal. (laughs) Great, great, Troy. I like the tiny bit of desperation in Sealed the Deal in that read. Sealed the deal! Now I mainly appreciate that pappy awful response i fe- i love the script mm. so everything you've done that sucked you never read the script <laughs> yeah. and like it, it is something people used to say in like these cornball interviews and that is a re- very real reference mm-hmm. to al uh, red fox did his 80s sitcom because mm-hmm. he had no money and he was constantly getting <laughs> the tax stuff with the irs like he oh, owed tons of back taxes and had to do a terrible sitcom with um, uh, Sinbad. It was Sinbad's television debut. Oh, wow. And also, in the 1986 uh, Super Bowl we talked about in 302010, it had the awful, corny halftime show <laughs> that is pretty much this <laughs> halftime show. People of Earth, we've come 10 billion light years to bring you this halftime message of peace. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock! Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock! Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock! We're gonna rock around the world tonight! Oh, this sucks. Come on, snipers, where are you? I love that joke. I also like the on the nose. Here's the never tedious halftime show. The never tedious halftime show, yeah. And that, that is a, a distinction we should, should probably draw. Like Kids Michael today, you know. Michael, Michael Jackson changed that. I think he did, yeah. I think he was the first one of like, yeah. we hired one person and they are going to do a 15 yeah. minute concert now. Yeah. And it's grown and grown to now it's like, Oh, we hired Coldplay. Like this year, I believe it was Coldplay, and, and then it was, and then Beyonce came mm-hmm. in, and then other people came in. Mm-hmm. But there was also the, um, I remember the Black Eyed Peas one, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. The Chili Peppers and Britney Spears. Everybody and... was talking about the Prince one when he mm-hmm. died. It was amazing that he is singing "Purple Rain" in a torrential downpour, <laughs> and he's like wearing these boots that any of us would slip and fall in without rain, and he's just <laughs> walking by. It's it's amazing. He was and, a magical doe-like creature. Mm-hmm. But I think they made those in response to people talking about, like, this is a corny yeah. medley of, of stupid costumes. I don't remember a lot of Super Bowl halftime shows from this era, but my, uh, one of my favorite, uh, well, not la- middle day Simpsons joke is when Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man get married during oh, yeah. halftime. That's a good one. That's, that was good. That's the kind of crap that would happen during halftime. Yeah, yeah I would I would like that. But, but uh, yeah, just this year, I think Michael Jackson would play the Super Bowl halftime show. And ever since oh, yeah. then, it's been, a, it's been a high-profile musical guest playing for... 
free. Because yeah. The Super Bowl considers itself a charity, and Those this is a way to give MFers. yourself exposure. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, <laughs> you don't want the kind of exposure Janet Jackson is going to give you. Uh, I'm tugging well, my collar. Let me present to you my line of the show. That's the joke. And this is uh, from a thing I really miss, the Duff Bowl. It's a touchdown for halfback Dan Beardorf. Duff Guy has won the Duff Bowl. They wanted it more. Hey, Homer, didn't you say if Duff Dry wins, your daughter loves you? Not Duff Dry Washington. Okay, okay, they're both great teams. Uh, I like to believe Mo thinks this is real, just like he thinks Tipsy McSwagger is real. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tipsy yeah. McStagger. Yeah. Yeah. All of the butt. That has always been my favorite part of the, those Super Bowls. The Bud Bowl was awesome. Me too. Yeah. They and were I, little <laughs> cartoons that I think that's why they don't exist anymore. They were cartoons advertising alcohol. Like they were I was just going to say kids. that like the fact that I enjoyed it as a kid is why it's no longer around. But yeah. really well done stop motion animation. To be, to be completely honest, kids in school would wear shirts of the Bud Bowl, not the Super Bowl. Mm. The yeah. Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl was so funny. It was usually it wasn't it wasn't dry that got in. It was usually Bud versus Bud Light. <laughs> and I always I always oh, rooting for Bud, fan, yeah. man. I wanted to get them. And I remember as a kid, we went to the, like the Anheuser Busch Brewing, uh, one of their distilleries, and in the gift shop you could buy a Bud Bowl helmet for your beer bottle so then I got a beer bottle and put it on there and it was it was like on my dresser for years it's for kids. Just my but yeah exactly it's uh it's screwed up so yeah the the game is one oh yeah so, wait we have we have two rare oh, moments yeah. I did want okay. to cover we have a rare line of dialogue from Sam the Barfly that's what right. a gambler what a gambler and we have a rare appearance and probably the last appearance of Cesar and Ugalon yeah, yeah that was great it, and as a kid I didn't get that the joke was French people like Jerry Lewis. The second Jerry Lewis joke in yeah. this season. Yes. 20 million Frenchmen can't be wrong. <laughs> and and also there is a Frank appearance in this episode. So you could say the se- second Jerry Lewis. Points. I'm surprised yeah, the machine didn't fall on him and I was mad that it didn't because I remember I was like, when is it going to fall on him? But he just kicks it and kicks it and then yeah, the channel changes. That's more of a season four escalation of that yeah. same joke of the frustration with it. But like all classic Simpsons of this time, it ends with like 20 seconds of touching. If Washington scores here, happy fans will be looting and turning over cars in our nation's capital tonight. <laughs> Here's a handoff. Please, please, please. Touchdown! Simpsons this one, it is done. The Washington Redskins win right. Super Bowl 26. I guess you love Dad. I suspected as much. Yes, she loves me, she loves me. What are you so happy about, Homer? You didn't win any money. Money comes and money goes, but what I have with my daughter can go on for eight more years. <laughs> that's my line of the show. Uh, oh, so that's, uh, that's Homer knows by age sixteen, uh, Lisa will ha- will hate yeah. him. <laughs> I I love. I think that was them just pinching the joke a little of like it needs. Let's just have him say like I'll have my daughter for life. Like that's too lame. He should he should know when she turns sixteen, she will not. They won't agree with each other, and he won't. They won't love each other as much anymore. But I do wonder like how. M- do you think Homer did anything after that second Sunday? Like, after the hike to the mountain, do you think the next Sunday they did stuff together? I, I really don't think so. <laughs> did he send her to go live with Patty and Selma? I know this for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so clearly he skipped the Daddy Daughter Day there. But, I mean, it's a sitcom. They they yeah. got to rate stuff. So hit reset. The real outcome there was not, in reality, was less exciting than the uh, made-up Simpsons Super Bowl. The final play or what sealed the deal was the Bills were 
attempting an onside kick to try to buy them an extra play. Mm-hmm. An onside kick is another way of punting, and if you can grab the ball before the other team does, then you can get another play. You kick the ball in the air and try what? No, you can't. It's an onside kick. You kick it slightly to the side, so it's not a punt which puts them farther back. But you could maybe get it. It's a it's a last ditch attempt, but it didn't work. The bill uh, the uh, the Washington team got the ball and then just ran out the clock. The Redskins just got intended well, to be uh, named, <laughs> and then they won it thirty four twenty seven. That was the, that was the final score of that Super Bowl. But uh, you can see they had to record new stuff with with Dan and Yardley every time they say the teams about eight times really? in the episodes. Yeah, and they did it each year like. It makes me sad. It, it stopped being a tradition. That, yeah, I, I feel like I didn't know that. I would have tried to look for the audio, but like, where would it exist? No, I look for it too. You'd only like. I'd need to pull up my. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think I'd even have it on VHS because I, I, I wouldn't have hmm. taped. I wouldn't have taped more exactly. episodes. Exactly, and on I don't it. think it's on the DVD because no. I poured over these. They're probably lost sets. time. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah some collectors. It's just my memory. Nobody, if you've got it, put it on YouTube. I yeah, couldn't find amazing. it on YouTube either. But like, uh, yeah, I think this was a really sweet episode that I was a little bit lost on me just as not a big football fan and I yeah. even felt the football stuff was a little I'm also not a gambling fan either I like gambling more than football but I did love the sweet stuff with uh, with Homer and Lisa they're always a great pairing yeah, I, every one of those I great. love Homer and Lisa episodes and even though this is about two subjects I don't care about I think their story is what's important and really the show I mean as for many football jokes as they make we never really see football <laughs> yes. it's all about how crappy sports entertainment was <laughs> at this time which I do remember like Vince McMahon what are you sports oh, entertainment sorry. sports entertainment <laughs> football's, well, football's not real <laughs> no he mean yeah it, it's lame that Vince McMahon calls wrestling sports yeah. entertainment so and, stupid I mean we're all we're all terrible nerds doing Simpsons podcast, but I, I swear to God, no one is nerdier than sports fans. Yeah, it's weird. They are the biggest nerds it's on weird. the planet, mm-hmm. so I don't feel so bad. I mean, was there anything else we forgot in this episode? I mm. I did, oh, I forgot to mention, I did love when they came back and that Bart is just being shook in the car and they're like, you gotta come out sometime. <laughs> yeah, that was like a, a one minute long B story that just yeah. filled up the, the exact right amount of time. They realize like, we need a little more time here. Yeah. Can Marge just take him to the, to the close store? It was a very, it was a very nice little, you know, a bit of extra content, I guess. Mm. So yeah, that was talking Simpsons. Everybody, thanks for listening. Right. I have been your host, Bob Mack. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also write for usgamer.net and somethingawful.com. And you should listen to my other podcast, Retronauts. Ooh. It's a classic gaming podcast. Comes out every week. You can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net or follow us on Twitter at Retronauts. Everybody else, who are uh, you? Speaking of extra content, baby, if you want to yeah. hear uh, season one of the Talking Simpsons, Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. Uh, LaserTime is the website we all work on. Uh, it's literally got this show started. Uh, thank you very much for that. Yeah, and thank so you. we left the first season exclusive to the people who made it happen in the first place over at patreon.com slash laser time. And if you're a new user on Patreon, I made a new post that just has links to all the 13 episodes to make it easy to find. It's in the most like 10 recent things. So just scroll through the post. You'll see Black Smithers and that's your sign. <laughs> like, that's, that's Black Smithers will be there to welcome you yeah. and the, our content. And uh, yeah, I definitely talked up 30, 20, 10 a lot, but that is a great podcast if you like looking backwards at things mm-hmm. because we talk about all the major events in pop culture every week or in every week of 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, after listening to this, watch, uh, listen to the episode that is about the 1986 Super Bowl, especially because we talk about the post-show thing and that... Challenger exploding. I'm all about the shuffle. Talk, 
we we also talk about the challenger exploding and the super bowl shuffle and that's just in the first segment about 86 i mean come on it somehow ends up with gca hot coffee so something for everybody in there awesome. so much fun thanks so much for listening everybody we'll be back next week when marge loses her damn mind later Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.